Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. I'm your co-host, Dean. And joining us today are the musical artists of the Outwaters, Salem Belladonna and Tim Erickson. But let's all die in the dark. Salem, Tim, how how you both doing? Doing all right today. Likewise here. Hell yeah. It's it's kind of cold here in Massachusetts right now, but it's... Uh, well, now... I saw people out with the sugar, the sugar buckets out already. It's too early for sugar season, but... Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, last week it was it was brutally cold here. It was like negative ten. Like I was sending um, screenshots to Dean, and <laughs> it was the coldest I remember it being here in Massachusetts. Um, anyway, Dean, he's over in the UK, so I mean, like his weather it's, patterns. You, you guys are kind of similar. It's always cold. It's always cold in the UK. <laughs> it, it's always cold over here. That's why I'm dressed up like an Eskimo today because it's it's super <laughs> cold today. Um, um, it's always raining, but it's cool. I love rain, man. I love rain. Rain's good for the soul. Hell yeah. Uh, Salem, where are you? Uh, where are you located? I'm in Zebulon, North Carolina right now. And personally, oh. I am not like a huge fan of the rain. I've been missing the, the desert and <laughs> the LA life a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's all right down here. We've got lots of trees. So I do love that. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tim, are you still in uh, Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. I'm out here in Western Mass. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're you're feeling it. Um, so th- today we're going to be talking more about you know the outwaters, but this is a different one. This is more about the music, and we're going to be diving into you know your careers and and whatnot and how you got involved. But this is an interesting one because Dean and I we usually just talk to like you know directors and and actors, comic book artists, um, other artists, but we don't think we've ever had any musicians on. So this is, this is our first. So this is awesome to have uh, both of you on, and you know, thank well, you. Yeah, it's such a, a big part of uh, of uh, most films, and such a huge part of this one. Oh, for sure, for sure. And um, you know, thanks to Screenbox for lining this up for us as usual. All I want to say, Dean, like eighty percent of our I want to say interviews are all Screenbox, right? Because they're just. They're giving us a hell of a lot of stuff at the minute, yeah, which is great, man. We don't get Screenbox over here in the UK, so I get to see a lot of films that 
all my fellow horror fans over here want to see. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, how come do you get to see Terrifier like a month before it's due to come out? I'm like, eh, Screenbox. Yeah. <laughs> and like with the Outwaters as well, loads of people are like, oh, I'm so jealous you've seen it already. So yeah, thank you, Screenbox. Yes. And um, <laughs> they're very kind to us. <laughs> you know, there's always one thing I like to do um, when we have our guests on. So this is going to be a little bit different because um, it's not about, you know, acting or anything like that. But I wanted to start, I guess, with, with you, um, Salem. Um, when did mus- music kind of become a passion for you? Like, what kind of, you know, gave you that drive to be like, I want to do music? I think a more intriguing question for me would be when wasn't it there? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, so my, my parents are both musicians. So I was just born and raised into music. Um, basically started playing a keyboard as soon as I could physically reach it. Um, I started piano lessons at age six, and um, I started writing music before that, basically just singing my own songs and writing my own melodies on the keyboard. Um, And luckily, having both of my parents be musicians, they were very supportive of my art. So um, when I was 16, I actually left home to go uh, study at an arts, a performing arts high school. Oh, wow. Um, in a nearby, uh, nearby city called Winston-Salem. Yeah, and and, uh, that really informed the the depth of my classical practice and um, sort of expanding on my composing um, art music sort of composing realm. So yeah, sort of been a lifelong thing for me. Oh, wow. Um, what about you, Tim? When did it kind of, you know, all come together for you? Yeah. Uh, same uh, general timeline, but completely different trajectory. I, I uh, was playing hardcore punk and, and um, studying South Indian classical music and I still have yet to really learn much about chords, but I love a lot of different <laughs> kinds of music, including classical and, and uh, classical derived inspired music. Oh, wow. That's you're awesome. A, you're a fan of punk music, Tim. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're a fan of punk music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Punk's my thing, man. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of punk. I've actually recorded an album with uh, you. I don't know if you know a band called killing joke. Sure. Yeah. I recorded an album with youth from killing joke. We went over to a oh, studio yeah. and we spent a week with youth in Spain recording with him, and uh, that that was a trip. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. much about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, Dean, I'll let you, uh, you know, kind of start off with uh, some questions. I know you got some over there. I was like, to make sure you're getting your stuff in before I start diving into mine. Oh, yeah, man, no worries. Um, so, yeah, I guess, um, how did you guys become involved with the Outwaters movie? How did that come around? Like, how did that go down, I guess? start with you Salem did you kind of know the guys already or did they reach out to you and sort of ask you to be involved when I say the guys Robbie I guess yeah I actually met Robbie um through work I used to uh canvas for Greenpeace and that's how I met Robbie he was running actually the LA division and um so we it's kind of a ragtag bunch so we're all kind of artists and creatives and had other things going on so Robbie loved to show his films to people and so uh one day he showed me the Outwaters and I let him I showed him some of my music and he was like hey I need a dance song for the scene so started with that and then the relationship sort of blossomed from there and now I just love writing music for him (laughs) that's awesome oh yeah man that's great. Uh, and, and yeah, how about you, Tim? How did, did Robbie reach out to you or did you guys know each other? He, he did. Yeah. I, he's, he's got an uh, unusual uh, interest in uh, ballad singing, traditional song. And he knew my music and I don't even remember exactly how, but he reached out and I, I really, I hadn't even seen the film until the screening last week. Oh, really? Uh, wow. But, yeah. I decided not to, not to watch it 
uh, until I could see it on a big screen. And good choice, good choice. Uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, I just trusted him. Just trusted his vibe, and I thought it was interesting that he wanted to include my music. And I think it was, you know, it was very appropriate and effective. Oh yeah, all of the, um, the musical parts in this film they they all play an important role and they all blend in with everything that's going on. Because I mean, this film, um, Salem, you have you seen the movie? I have, but I saw a prior version. Oh. I actually haven't seen the most updated version. I was kind of hoping to catch that at the New York premiere, but I'm not sure that's going to happen now. Oh man, oh, this it's a ride. It's a ride. It really, really is. And um, you know, also hearing uh, the theme that you wrote for this too, like when it plays and how it plays, it's very, very powerful. And it's great. Yeah, it's and, good. And I, I even have, I have. Um, they sent me a playlist of you know all of the songs that are in it, including the ones that you, you both did. That theme is just so good. <laughs> it's so good and so horrifying, but I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, Thank you so much. <laughs> and you know, Tim, hearing you know um, how come that blood live was really really cool, and you know, also hearing things in the film that were yours is it everything in this film like it has a purpose and you know him picking both of you to be part of this project i think really helped drive this film be what it is because it's a very i keep saying this because it's very true it's a very um audio driven experience more than it is visually yeah for sure it's yeah i i would i could i could imagine listening to the movie as an album um yeah cut out a little of the dialogue and just you know that but the the um soundscapes and the yeah really really interesting choices uh the varieties of music i think to to my sense help to um drive the character the relationships and the you know just get it giving a sense of who these folks are and how they relate yeah yeah i, I would love that i'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure did when we were speaking to because we we spoke with Robbie the other week and um, I'm pretty sure he did the sound design on iMovie. Did he say? I know he edited yeah. it on iMovie. And he yeah, shot I, it on Canon seventy. I, I believe so. Yeah, I That's think he crazy, did everything man. through That's that, which is so weird because you never hear that with someone editing something that they're using that yeah, software. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause it's quite basic, but it's, he's done such a fantastic job and I listened to it. So I, I, we don't have outwaters at any theaters over here in the UK. So Yet. I had to watch it. I had to, I, I had to watch it on a screen on my laptop, which isn't ideal, but I put my headphones in and I was fucking blown away. I was just like, woo, what's going on, man? My head was rattling. And at one point I even threw my headphones off. I was like, Jesus, what's going on? <laughs> It was, um, but yeah, it was great. And the music was so haunting. It was great. It was really cool. And it almost felt like it was a different song every, every scene, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was, and it just kind of built and built and built. And yeah, it was, it, like you said, Dustin, it was a ride. (laughs) It really is. And I've, this, at this, at the showing, Tim, I think that was my fourth or fifth time seeing this film, um, from the screeners and, and whatnot. And actually going to see it again this weekend. So it would be my fifth or sixth time seeing it. So seeing it in another theater and hearing, you know, the songs and everything and, and seeing this on another screen, I'm so excited because I want to see how different theaters um, control the volumes and whatnot. Because, you know, everybody uses different speakers and whatnot. So You're I want to cool. see 
um, you know, how all the other theaters around here are you know, projecting the sounds. So I'm super Again, intrigued. Going with down that. to uh, New York on Saturday, it sounds like you know, uh, play some more. Are you gonna be down there? Uh, no, unfortunately, I would love to do that. I want to go to like these other, you know, bigger city screenings and whatnot, but just. No, life gets in the way sometimes. But one of these yeah. times, I'll definitely be at one of these awesome events for sure. Um, but uh, Salem, going back to you in the theme, um, yeah. did you have free control over that? Or did Robbie give you some kind of pointers of what he wanted for this? Or did you already have this like made and you just wanted to be like, can we use this in the film? Yeah, Robbie usually comes to me with um, sort of a groundwork idea of what he's looking for, um, but he does leave a lot of flexibility. Uh, so actually, we approach different pieces in different ways. But yeah, this one, he, he he showed me what he had been using as sort of the placeholder in the original version of the film before he had the original music placed in. Oh, okay. Um, and so I, I based it loosely off of that. But what I ended up creating is quite different than what he showed me and he was happy with it anyways so <laughs> wow yeah it's it's a really powerful um theme because there's so many things going on with it and i know that you you're referred to as you know like a creepy pop which i think is so awesome and i, I love that like i don't think i've ever heard those two like things be combined and it, it really does sum up your type of music and that theme really you know enhances that and i actually play it in the car all the time because it's on Spotify. oh my god <laughs> i'm not even kidding <laughs> that, that means so much to me to hear wow no i actually i had a lot of fun um i wanted to comment you mentioned earlier that the music sort of creates like this uh horror like discomfort i purposely wrote that piece to try to like make certain aspects really uncomfortable but particularly the last note <laughs> yes. i like myself uncomfortable with like how long I wanted to hold that and I really just wanted people to like melt and sink into like the disorientation um and like all like the background like chantings and stuff that goes on in that like oh my god like the way that you balanced everything it just it lines up so well and because there's so many things going on but that's kind of like what the film is too so you you're really playing on on both things there and the film enhances that um and I love that so much and it was awesome to hear in the theater too it was all super loud i was like whoa this is great Loved yeah they it. had a good sound i was i was happy about that yeah it's not always the case yeah for sure um and tim uh i think robbie just used songs you've already wrote right does is there any original pieces that he put in there that you made specific no, the, for the, the film the pieces that he used were actually traditional uh, folk songs, one of which is from my town out here in Western Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of these songs that travels around. It's, it's, uh, I guess people call it a murder ballad or whatever. Um, and it takes different, different forms and, you know, in the, in the UK and Ireland and other it, it pretty much English speaking uh, places you, you can find it. Okay, cool. Um, Dean, if you have anything else you want to uh, throw into the pot, go ahead, dude. Yeah, man. Um, what, I'm just going to say, what what kind of um, uh, what sort of music do you guys listen to? What are you inspired by? Um, what did you grow up on? For me, I was a big Beatles fan. Being from the UK, I love I love all that kind of stuff. 
Um, You're so cliche, Dean. <laughs> I know, it's so cliche. I know, I know. But um, but yeah, man, the Beatles come on. I know, Tim, you were saying uh, you, you used to play in hardcore punk bands. What kind of stuff did you did you grow up listening to? Starting with you, Tim, were you inspired by when you write? It's kind of crazily all over the place, but but um, uh, I still I still play with the hardcore punk band and. Um, I have a nine-piece experimental band that's more kind of uh, it's got a Hardinger fiddle and uh, uh, analog synth and electronic trumpet and you know it's got kind of a doom quartet as the core, but it's sort of you know classically. uh, I I really there's really not any I can't think of a genre that I don't like. I can think of plenty of music that I I don't care to listen to, but um, and in the past couple of years, one of the things that's been really I, I've said this a couple of times, but I it, I think we're in a kind of musical golden age, Be- because people because people associate me mostly with old older traditional music, banjo and fiddle and things. Um, I sometimes get asked, what, you know, what I think about music today, and I think the expectation is that I'm going to say, oh, it's all a bunch of you know it's crappy. You know, music used to be better, but I, I think we're in an, just a, amazing time period both in terms of the the things that are coming out and also our access to them i mean youtube yeah. especially i'm not a big spotify fan but youtube i love i love the the you know the the cheesy handheld <laughs> camera that, that's some of my favorites that aurora you know the uh, uh norwegian singer um I don't know. just but yeah like fan videos on on uh, iphones that's kind of been my big thing a lot of a lot of doom as well hell yeah hell yeah Mostly through cool. the handheld. <laughs> a lot of doom through the handheld. Cool, man. Aurora. Yeah. We'll have to check that out. Aurora. Lingua Ignota, who's uh, an artist over here. Anyway, just thinking of a lot of people. Never mind. <laughs> awesome, man. And what about yourself, Salem? Um, what, what, growing up, kind of what, what sort of bands or mus- musicians did you listen to or what inspired you? I would say I relate a lot to what Tim was just saying as far as like... I agree that we're in this golden age and it's really, there's not a genre that I could say that I don't like or that I didn't enjoy or haven't been influenced by. Um, I grew up listening to, I would say, I mean, obviously classical, but my dad was an eighties metal uh, rocker. So I grew up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Rock and, um, and, and metal. Um, I would say uh, I do love pop, obviously. I've been very inspired, actually. I used to be more closed off to actually a lot of the modern pop, but that's recent. Uh, the last couple years, I've sort of opened my mind to just how incredible that can be. Um, gosh, and I would say, like, Kate Bush. She's just oh, <laughs> hands yeah. down. Okay, like, yeah. Love Kate Bush. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of influences going around. Um so me, um, you know, as we were talking before here, we're kind of going over how we're, we're all, you know, dive into um, a little bit of music here. Dean, I know you've been in um, some bands that almost made it, um, which is great. And you can actually listen to Dean's stuff. Uh, I think it's on YouTube, right? Some of the some of the stuff. Yeah. So. It yes, it is. But we get told, if I ever share any of it, I get told off by the singer for sharing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like, usually how it goes right you... oh so she the singer's dad was like a big famous english actor and she was just a fucking a brat <laughs> she was really hard work um great performer amazing performer yeah but um just yeah really really hard work but uh i don't know 
you know, it was cool. It was fun. Yeah. And that was in, you know, a couple bands. I think. I don't remember a lot of it. There was a lot of drinking involved back then. <laughs> of course, of course. I was in a couple bands, you know, growing up, uh, mainly in high school and whatnot. Metal, you know, of course, a lot of like 80s influence stuff. So Salem, I'm right there. With you know, growing up on all the, the 80s metal and whatnot, and even like, you know, 90s grunge and all that stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, even I feel like now I'm in like a, a point in my life where I've kind of like killed down with the type of music that I listen to. Um, I listen to a lot more softer stuff. I'm still, you know, in there with like, the metal and everything. So like Tim, like I went through some of your discography and I was like, wow, this is really good. Um, as you know, Outwaters introduced me to to both of you and I've been, you know, kind of going through all your discographies. And I have to say, I, I love everything that both of you are doing and I want more of what you're doing, more movies. So I think uh, I, people need to I reach out really, to both of you to go do some yeah. more movies. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool that, that Robbie pulled together such an interesting um, array of music. And I, I would love to work more. And Salem, if you ever want to do a, you know, col- a collab, let do me know. It. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, I, I totally forgot to mention one of my big inspirations growing up in North Carolina has been um, Appalachian music and bluegrass. So, and oh, I, I love your voice, Tim. Oh my God. Like, ugh, it just melts my heart. So. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Well, let's, let's do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I want to listen to that. You're hearing that here first. It's just not going to be a collab. Yes, I've been waiting for that. <laughs> oh yeah, awesome! Wow, we're making dreams come true over here, Dean. Aren't we? <laughs> Man, this this show has been so crazy. Go ahead, Dean. We've met we've met a lot of cool people along the way. That's for sure. Um, have you guys got any more plans for um, any more soundtracks? Any more uh, music? for films, film scores, anything like that? Uh, Salem, have you got anything like that in the works at all? Or are you planning to kind of what maybe work with Robbie again on his next projects? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, the next big film um, that I'm working on with Robbie is called Tinsman Road. And yeah. I believe yeah. it's uh, premiering in mm-hmm. March um, at a festival in San Francisco. Um, can I say it? Unnamed Footage Festival. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, gosh, I totally just lost my train of thought but oh yeah no tinsman road and so i'm really excited about that that's got a lot more of my um folk music and kind of exploring a range of different genres there awesome awesome is there anything outside anything outside of working with robbie at all um personal projects i've got a collaboration uh, with one or two other artists right now um and just personal project i've been working on sort of a solo album for a little while now so slow progress but uh definitely planning on releasing some more songs over the next couple months from that awesome. i'm excited amazing and what about yourself tim are you involved in the tins and road project i, I don't know i don't have any i don't have any film stuff coming up i'm i'm uh, uh recording some hardcore and i'm uh doing oh, yeah. an album with uh guy named omar sosa a wonderful piano player afro-cuban um, piano player we did one a couple of years ago and we're doing a follow-up recording that out in San Francisco in um, May. And then I've been writing for the bluegrass singer, Alison Krauss. So I'm looking forward to hearing her versions of my songs. Oh yeah. Wow. A lot of really big stuff she, happening for both of you. Did she do a, she did a record with Robert Plant. Is that, that was the last one that came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. That's day. That's very cool. Wow. Wow. I'm excited mm-hmm. for this. Um, I'll have to keep my eye out or, 
or or if you guys want to send it to me i'll listen to it and i'll promote it because <laughs> uh, that's awesome i do want to see like i said both of you in films again it doesn't have to be like a horror or anything like that but just you know i think since you, you both were talking about how this is like a golden age or for music and whatnot and i do agree with that and films i think have been really being a big part of that as well and bringing a lot of you know independent artists um to the light and you know giving them a chance and people go and listen to them or you know you got shows that are bringing back artists that people may have forgotten about and you're like wow i gotta go check that out so film in a way um has been bringing a lot of things back from the dead and giving things a lot of new life and and whatnot and you know it really ties in with indie horror and indie filmmaking and this movie is all of that and you know it's bringing both of you um to the light and getting people to listen to your music and tim you coming out and performing live to open up a film or salem who knows if you have plans of doing an opening for one of the screenings as well like that's awesome and and i want more from both of you and i want you know more films to reach out to people like yourselves to be like hey we want you to be part of this project i appreciate the thought yeah i mean it needs to happen it needs to right i mean you need to make these things happen i like to you know will as many things into the universe as i possibly can and i'm willing that one right now hey and, man i've got it outwaters on tour like yeah. all the musicians from the outwaters and robbie can play tour. his original music too oh, that come would be on. Sick. there we go all right yeah, we gotta reach out to robbie <laughs> <laughs> set you guys up at the royal albert hall over here that's the perfect venue for it yeah oh, that's yeah, awesome definitely uh, do you guys actually have any plans for any tours at all or any plans to kind of, uh, you know, maybe come over to the UK, play some shows or, um, Tim, I guess. Start I, I'm usually over there. I used, well, I haven't been over there actually since the pandemic, but I, I used to be over there a couple times a year, usually. Oh, cool, um, man. Whereabouts yeah. would you hang out? I guess you would use it around Canada. Well, I, I have a duo with, uh, um, a woman named Eliza Carthy up in, uh, Scarborough. Um, near Scarborough in Yorkshire. So we, uh, you know, we tour and I tour solo and stuff. And I, I actually had a <laughs> toured with a band that did exclusively, uh, it's like sort of psych rock takes on whaling ballads in like a multimedia show. We played in, we played in like, we played in the Cuddy Sark, the belly of the Cuddy Sark. Oh, wow. It's like a hundred people, but, yeah. um, <clears throat> it was a, yeah, it's pretty fun thing to do yeah that's yeah interesting yeah that's that sounds cool uh what about yourself salem any Uh, tour around not no tours lined up right now i'm sort of just focusing on relocating back to la and uh hopefully start doing it a little more gigging once i've sort of uh found my new home base (laughs) oh yeah nice I'll Very be looking cool. out for those tour dates if they do happen, <laughs> for sure. I played a gig. I played a gig on a boat once. Actually, I played a gig on a barge. Um, Is it the like Thecla? A... Hmm. The Thecla. Oh, sorry, the Thecla in Bristol. There's two. There's two barge clubs in in Bristol. But anyway. Oh no! It's an actual barge, like a tiny, like a like like um, you know, like a little houseboat barge. Oh yeah. But uh, it was on. Um, I think they call it Lit Little Venice. It's basically like a, a canal that kind of runs up through in, the in London in london yeah and it was a party and there was loads of people on this tiny little barge boat and then a band just kind of squidged in the corner <laughs> it was really right. weird but it was good fun <laughs> it was good fun not quite the cutty sock but <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that must have been an experience definitely that's cool yeah yeah it's cool 
Um, awesome. Oh, go ahead, Dean. No, that's it, man. I'm good. Oh, you're good? Okay. Um, so I wanted to um, ask about this as well, because, you know, the pandemic, everybody was kind of like locked indoors and whatnot. And a lot of people got really creative, especially musically. Um, did that, uh, you know, breathe any new life into any projects that either of you were doing? Is there anything that you're still um, working on that was, you know, from that? Um, Salem, I know you said you were you were working on some collaborations. Was that something that was, you know, happening during all of that? Or is that something that has started recently happening now? Um, the main collaboration I've been working on just picked up in the last month or so. Um, but I would say, you know, it's an interesting question. I am, it's online because we're sort of scattered across the country and I am working primarily online. Uh, but I don't think the pandemic had anything to do with that. It just sort of worked very conveniently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Tim? I, uh, well, yeah, the pandemic was fantastic. For, I mean, you know, death and destruction and financial ruin aside, it was great. <laughs> I had um, uh, just it opened up all kinds of possibilities, uh, like because I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. And um, and the government was sending me money, so I could, I was, you know, spend it on guitars. Other, than, well, my children, of course, but on, you know, um, <laughs> your second had, children. <laughs> had, yeah, right. Had at least a little bit, you know, extra time and a little bit of money to play with. And so, yeah, I got all kinds of, you know, all kinds of things. This hardcore band that, you know, that I'm playing with, we hadn't played in ages. It was a band I started with my brother when he was 10 years old. Oh, wow. But we hadn't played until the, you know, the pandemic just kind of like everybody's kind of, he's a sailor, so he couldn't, he wasn't able to be sailing and stuff. So, um, and yeah, we're still working on it. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the, you know, four or five different things that, that were kind of direct directly connected to the pandemic oh wow you both are really really busy i love that i love seeing you know people go and have sparks and have so many things going on because it makes me have more things to look forward to um but um yeah so uh going back to that the show you know kind of we got spawned from from the pandemic and whatnot and dean he's been a new co-host for about seven months i want to say like I said, this was this is a very special episode for having two musicians on. That it's it's so weird, you know, not having to ask questions related to film and kind of have a little bit of a breather when it comes to to music and whatnot. And um, hearing that you both are you know doing very well and successful and being picked up you know, with Robbie and, and getting some more light shine um, shined on you and whatnot, it's it's great to see. And um, I'm really looking forward to all the projects that you got going on really really am uh, and how was on tour as well yes that that forward. needs to happen okay all three of us actually all <laughs> yeah. four of us need to email robbie and say so when is this tour happening <laughs> yeah. yeah well he talked about sound effects, so maybe you know who knows i love the idea of the different kinds of things represented being put together on one show that's i, I that's my favorite kind of thing is seeing shows that are uh you know just a, a interesting range of music oh yeah i want to see that too uh, well man a lot of visuals from the film as well you could get a lot of the kind of desert visuals oh, yeah movie and just have the that, I can, great, all i'm thinking of is the idea. poster the poster for that show because there's so many awesome posters out right now that that would yeah. be we, sick we could all yeah get out our scariest scariest music i think that would be that could be super fun oh yeah hell yeah especially salem opening up with that theme oh yes. yeah. and oh, i could do God. it so 
Everyone has to listen. You know, like when you go to those silent discos and everyone listens through their headphones. So everyone <laughs> has to listen oh, yeah. through their headphones. <laughs> man, we're taking funny. this we're, we're taking this to different levels, man. This is this is we need to pitch this idea to Rory. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah, we really, really do. Yeah. Um so that would be awesome. Um, but you know, as Robbie is his uh, own musician as well, um, does he ever like reach out and want to do actual like collabs um, on his side? Because I know he mainly does all the music himself. Um, but Salem, has he reached out and wanted to do anything with the two of you, like uh, duetting or anything like that? No, nothing uh, that's not related to like film. No, I, I don't think he he consider. I, I could be wrong here. I don't think he considers himself much of a musician, which uh-huh. I find hilarious because i mean i love his voice and his music so yeah we've got we've got a show to put on here <laughs> yeah he has such a haunting voice and when we interviewed him too he's like yeah i kind of just do it as like a hobby i'm like what do you mean <laughs> like you need to like go out and like branch out more because your songs are great and you have such a great voice um mm. it's i don't know i guess some people are just like that he's more into i want to do the filming that's like his main thing i get it i get it um, but Tim, is, has he reached out to you about doing any kind of uh, collabs or anything? No, I reached out to him because I've had some ideas for for some video stuff that that I'd like to do, and it'd be you know be fun to to work together some more. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll my my phone is about to die, by the way. So if I disappear, it's not because I don't like y'all. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> um, if you do, you you can cut out if you need to. That's not that's not a big deal unless unless you want to hang on until it goes out. Yeah, I'll just stop. I'll hang on until it dies. All right, no worries. But um, in case if you do get cut out, Tim, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I'll, I'll definitely be, you know, um, keeping an eye out to see if you're going to be playing around Mass anywhere. Um, but, uh, Dean, do you have any uh, other questions you want to throw to the board, man? Anything music-related? Um, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. I've, I, well, everything I've got on the list has been answered in other questions. So it's <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens you, so much you, with the show you, too. You, is yeah. uh, we have like I have a whole thing of questions, and it's like once I run out of them, I'm like, okay, now I don't know what to say. But then we start talking, and everything goes really, really well, and then I like that. Um, but Salem, I wanted to ask you since you kind of do a little bit of everything with uh, with instruments, right? Do you have like a, a main one you like to do? And I used to you started with piano, but is there one that you prefer over another? Yeah, my primary instrument is cello for sure. Uh, oh, wow. But I would say I'm probably equally split between a cello voice and piano as far as like my um, strength, my strongest instruments go. Um, but yeah, I also can play around with guitar, um, bass, um, and I have bought a sitar. So I hope to start lessons soon. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, Tim, what about you? I know you're mainly a uh, guitar, right? Yeah, mostly strings and play some flutes now and again. Can't do them at the same time. That's the problem. Oh, man. Well, we, we got to come up with an invention that will allow you to do that. <laughs> um, Dean, what about you? What is, what's your primary instrument, dude? <laughs> Ooh, I, it's, it's the guitar for me. I started off um, with a piano or a keyboard when I was a kid. Um, when I was like a really young, very young. Um, uh but yeah guitar guitar is my main instrument but i can pretty much as i was saying earlier on i can i'm one of these kind of lucky bastards that can just pick anything up and just play it like or at least you know f- learn it fairly quickly you know like um 
I know, saying earlier on about the didgeridoo, apart from the circular breathing, I've managed to master <laughs> all, the, all the sounds and the noises. But even things like the blues harp and stuff like that, you know, I remember when I first picked up a harmonica and, you know, you can just do the, the suck, and blow, suck and blow, suck and blow, but they're actually kind of bending the notes. And I remember somebody who played it really, really well trying to explain to me how you bend the notes on a blues harp. And I was like, what? But then <laughs> when you, and then all of a sudden you're kind of just playing around with it and you do it and you're like, like, wow that's how you do it and i just i've always been good at just kind of picking something up and just um just learning how to play it basically i'm, I'm self-taught with drums uh, keyboard piano bass guitar man give me an instrument i could probably play it yeah not not very well yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah i've never been able to kind of master like trumpets or anything like that that's the kind of thing i always kind of struggle with like um kind of uh, brass instruments and anything like that i've always never really got my head around them sort of things but um yeah but I, I love music, man. I've, music's a huge part of my life, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there. Oh, nope, there he is. Okay. Um. So, yeah, for me, I've mainly, you know, been taught on, on drums, but I, I did pick up guitar for a little bit. I wanted to expand and, and do more, but, you know, life just gets in the way sometimes. So I, I envy, you know, Salem and, and Tim and even Dean, where you're like, yeah, I do this almost for a living. Dean, you were doing it for while um before yeah well i signed i signed to i signed i left school when i was like 16 and signed to polygram for like a development publishing deal like writing and then we just i just kind of got into the circuit of like you know playing shows in the west end and then we played at like hyde park supporting a big band there yeah it's pretty cool man but yeah i love i don't do it so much anymore because um i just don't yeah. <laughs> i do more of this it's yeah. go, traveling into london to play shows is really hard work these days you know you pay half of your gig fee out before you've even set foot in a venue all the costs and stuff so which which sucks man because you know a lot of the venues are shutting down in london all the cool venues um we've lost so many of them like in denmark street tim i don't know if you've ever visited denmark street before yep. um i actually did a show there not so long ago actually just some a friend of mine run a, a little small little show on um in um it's called 60 60 60 sounds it's a uh a gibson shop it's basically all thing uh, gibson guitars and we just did like a little kind of low-key show there that was pretty cool but i mean like you used to have the 12 bar club next door to that that's gone mm -hmm. you used to have the london astoria yeah. that's gone the london astoria <laughs> 2 that's gone um the the the, well, the 12 bar the 12 bar is the place with that weird balcony that was like at head level yeah yeah man yeah. really weird tiny tiny little stage and then you kind of if you yeah it's really really strange yeah i, I played there but i loved it in there it was so quirky <laughs> it was just like a little cave it was so weird yeah. um it is another venue now i can't remember the name of it it's a bit more but it's all just been gentrified you know it's the same with camden town you know there were so many venues in camden town back in the day that's where i kind of cut my teeth in camden half of those venues have gone now man or they're just mm. not it's just different it's different and it's, it's a shame but there is still a lot of cool places to play um i just don't play them anymore <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of happening over here too um it was kind of like that with movie theaters you know a lot of movie theaters were shutting down and then you had mm. movies like the outwaters terrifier 2 skinnamarink you know bringing people to the theaters and know giving them new life and mm. being like okay so there is a profit here still still people want to go to the theaters and it's true like horror has been saving you know film been saving music for some artists and whatnot um 
I guess another really interesting question uh, I could ask, and uh, Salem, we'll start with you. Do you have like a a dream collaboration or somebody that you would want to do music for or a movie franchise or something? Is there something out there that you're like, I want this. This is a dream for me. That's that's tough. Or at least asking like dream collaboration. Like my dream would be to make it as just a creatrix, meaning just somebody who creates art yeah. and also inspires others to create art in a way that brings like healing and is helpful for the world around us. But short of that, like hefty goal, um, I say I would say a dream collaboration would be Danny Elfman. <laughs> oh my God, going on tour with him. Woo! Oh yeah, he's been huge inspiration and uh the danny tim combo has been like one of my biggest dreams growing up so honestly kind of hoping to find something here with the salem robbie <laughs> hell yeah combo. hell yeah hell yeah what about you uh tim is there any uh dream clubs out there that you'd want to work with uh i i couldn't even begin to think about it um, <laughs> but I, i'm quite excited about the um, little collaborations that i'm that i'm doing at the moment so i'm excited yeah. to hear them i really really am most so. of most of my, you know, if you want to call it a career, most of my life has been following the breadcrumbs and uh, things like, you know, this is a good example. Just uh, you run into something and who knows what's going to happen. So mm -hmm. I'm excited for the journey for both of you. I mean, this, Sam, this Thanks. seems like this really, you know, helps spark your career. And Tim, you already had a career, but this definitely, you know, sparked it even more with people being like, who are these artists? And, you know, like when um, we got sent the list of people first interview, I was like, musicians, really? So I was like, I went to go check out both of your works because there's so many artists out there. Sometimes it's a bit hard. Oh, no, we just lost him. One second. I'm going to rearrange this really quick. But yeah, um, you know, seeing this and getting the emails and, and whatnot and, you know, discovering uh, Salem and, and Tim who just dropped out because he had a little battery and that's okay. Things happen technology hates us all it's all good <laughs> um but you know discovering artists from film it, this reminds me like going back to almost like the you know how it was so bands were in almost every 80s film especially horror horror has always been having this like um juncture with with music whether it be you know, like heavy metal or whatever or any kind of genre really and you know seeing indie films especially like the outwaters kind of still doing that tradition i like i like to call it a tradition anyway of you know combining actual musical artists film instead of having um somebody you know maybe on the team already like robbie obviously he made music for the film and he already he's had music made but instead of having a different department in like a big I don't know, like film company, like Universal, like having somebody on standby doing music. And f instead, we're having actual artists like yourself, Salem, come and do, you know, music for films. It makes me happy. And it makes me have a little bit of nostalgia for, you know, movies that growing up I watched. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes me think... Um that's something really powerful about the indie film scene. And what I love so much about it is that there is so much creative freedom. Um, I actually used to intern at a, a, a Hollywood management agency for a lot of film composers okay. in the Hollywood okay. industry. 
I was actually kind of disheartened by some of the things that I learned, which is that a lot of it's very, it seems to be not incredibly creative process in like the Hollywood film blockbuster industry. There's very specific kinds of chords you can and cannot use because the music is not meant to draw a certain kind of attention. And so there's a lot of just like restriction that I was kind of shocked to learn about. So anyways, mm -hmm. I haven't felt that at all working with Robbie. And I think I prefer that the indie music scene, you can actually like create music that does yeah. draw a lot of attention and carry the story a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you go back to these studios, these bigger studios are so like cookie cutter with everything, with how they have to have their beats in films and how a script has to be written. Even when it comes to the score, like you're saying, you can only use certain amount of things or they only want to use this one person for all of these films. And it's like there's so much more opportunity to have more originality when you're reaching out to people like yourself or films. I guess that's why we love people like Danny Elfman, though, because he really kind of breaks that mold, doesn't he? Like you're talking about Danny Elfman. I mean, but you know, Tim Burton movies are definitely, you know, big budget movies. And Danny Elfman's like all over the place. It's great. You know, he's, uh, yeah. yeah. He, that's a, that's exactly actually why he's been such a massive inspiration of mine. I think even as a kid, I was just aware of just the sheer, I mean, you hear what he does and it doesn't sound like anything else in any other film going on. And you can even watch mm. a movie and not know it was composed by Danny Elfman and just, oh, this sounds like Danny. Okay. And then it is. It's yeah. just, like, yeah, he really is a very, very unique film composer in this okay. market considering his ability to do that and that's okay. what i'm very inspired by and i, I only realized the other day that he was the he was in oingo boingo yes yes that was yeah oh my god and that's another example I, I love that he finds this cross between the songwriter the performing songwriter and the art music composer scene because there can be such a huge split there like are you a songwriter or are you a composer and like yeah. You're a creator of music. You are a, a, a weaver Absolutely, of Absolutely, yeah. It's just a matter of whether you like to focus more in one genre or another, you know? Yeah. And I love that about Tim, too. And unfortunately, uh, with he's not here right now, but he's got this incredible, like, uh, genre bending happening in the sense that he's very much got this punk persona, and you can see that influence. But he also is uh, such a talent in the bluegrass and folk realm. Yeah. and bringing merging of these two worlds you just don't see very often and actually that's something else I love about Robbie he does tend to draw in very eclectic uh, types of artists so the Outwaters has kind of become like a celebration of that um that that genre bending yeah yeah I agree on that yeah. I really do and you know after, after listening to a lot of Tim's music I agree on that like he's got a personality <laughs> and and your personality too it's it's, I don't know if I would want to say aggressive, but it's it's louder, and I like that. I love the two complete opposites, really. And then you have Robbie's music. It's kind of like in the middle right there to kind of break everything and keep everything aligned. And I, I enjoy that a lot about the film, and I, I really hope. we didn't. I don't think we asked him, uh, Dean, if there's going to be an official like soundtrack coming out um, for this. No, I hope there is. Do you know anything about that, Salem? You know, it's it's possible. We've been it's been in talks. Robbie is trying to work it out. It's just a matter of logistics. Yeah. Um. So it may or may not happen, but but we're trying to figure it out. I, I hope it happens because I want that on vinyl. I have a stack of movie vinyls right over there, there, and I need it. <laughs> yes. We whatever it takes. I want to make sure that the Outwaters is right there in yes. that stack. 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Dean, I know you've been collecting some vinyls. I just got you one for for Christmas too. So we got to add that one. You have to make sure it it works, man. (laughs) I need to get myself a vinyl player. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a load of vinyl. I've got nothing to play on. (laughs) Well, I have one too, but honestly, I I have them because they're just so beautiful to look at. Like, I obviously I want to play them. And sometimes I buy two. I have one that I play and then I have one I just save just to look at. Oh yeah, man! I used to be such a collector when I was long, younger as well. Like I had, I used to go to all these record fairs and try and look for bargains and stuff. And you'd walk in there, and it just had this smell of yeah. old vinyl. You know, and you're flicking through it, and you just get that waft of like, yeah, yep, old exactly record smell. Do you know what I mean? I love it. It's great. It's like musty old record smell. Oh, yeah. Um, just reminds me of like my dad. You know, my my stepdad had a really cool collection of all like old Pink Floyd records and like really early Elton John stuff just loads of cool shit loads of Zeppelin and all that kind of stuff and I just remember that smell and I'd walk into a record fair and be like ah that's that <laughs> cool smell you know I wonder if they've made any candles yet that have that like old vinyl or old library smell yeah right that Maybe needs to be invented you should it? do that um <laughs> Salem you should definitely do that <laughs> Yeah, I'll start my candle making business on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then um on every candle there's a barcode for a song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, you're at, this is bad. I don't need any more ideas. Or you you have to <laughs> burn been... the candle to get to the bottom for that song. Yes. Oh my oh. god. That way you have every time you hear that song, you have you smell that smell. No, yeah. So oh, dude, we've hit upon some classic ideas in this. All right, this. I'm gonna. But this is not gonna be airing. I'm sorry, Salem. This episode's gonna be just in a can because there's so many yes. great ideas. Too many people taking them. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> no. so this has been great, and um, I ran through all of my questions. Uh, Dean, I know you ran through all of yours. Um, do you have any questions for us, Salem? <laughs> I do. What on earth is that Art Krispies in your court in that oh, bottom this? left? Oh, this <laughs> was, um, you can get it off. Actually, I don't know if it's still in the shop. It might be from the Terrifier shop. They were selling um, oh. like all like the replicas. It's actually, when we talked to Steve Barton, what, two weeks ago? Um, and he said that this, like everything that's on here is actually like what was on screen. So everything oh, on here is like okay. screen accurate. So there's a bigger one. This is a, the smaller version. I can get like a full size one. Um, yeah. I think they're still in the Terrifier shop. Um, so you might be able to still get it there. I think. Try not to promote too much of that. <laughs> I never saw. Yeah, I didn't see Terrifier, but I was just. It it looks so quirky. So I oh, had to. You you need to. <laughs> and yeah. No, this is another really crazy thing too. Um, is that your music is on a streaming service now. It's going to be oh. on, on Screenbox, which, you know, that's huge. That's huge. Yes, yes, that is huge. I uh, This is definitely my first big, um, big, I guess, yeah, thing to sort of put me out there. Uh, I, I haven't done actually a whole lot of interviews <laughs> uh, recently. I, I did the last interview uh, before this last week sort of Outwater stuff I did was back in... When I was 14, I was gigging in coffee shops. And so they were like, oh, we wow. want to go talk to a little girl who's <laughs> doing shows. So anyways, it's it's been a while. So it has been really exciting um, to finally have, oh, and to hear my music in theaters. That yes. was in- yeah. Yes, it's it's great. I, I really, you know, when you have the chance, I suggest that you, you go anywhere, anywhere. 
at any theater just to see what it sounds like. It's really, really good with the oh, big yeah. speakers. And even like all the other sound design that ha- that Robbie has going on, like with all the booms and everything, it is so loud and haunting. I love it. Like Absolutely. Dean, I know you you were just listening through your headphones, and you were even like, "Dude, these booms!" Like I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> they were crazy. Yeah, man. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear it in a theater. Though. I'd love to hear it in a theater. It's an audio experience, isn't it? The film. Yeah, we actually just um. Wrapped up talking to Scott and Bo, and they were saying that you know the movie is going to be potentially in the UK theaters very soon because I guess they have a uh, person out there who's looking for buyers over in the UK market. So it's going to be over in the UK soon too, uh, Salem's. That's Hell yeah! Big achievements going around here, and I want to see you in more films. So hopefully, either Robbie reaches out to you or some other lucky filmmakers. Like, hey, we want your stuff. On our film, and, oh yeah, well, and even all uh, the independent stuff, I I'm excited for that as well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to start gigging more. I definitely will be putting more out there over the next couple months, and um, I would love to do more film work, especially more horror stuff. Or if people are looking for really quirky uh, music that's got a lot of personality for your film, absolutely, that's what I want to do. So, <laughs> hell yeah, we're gonna make careers happen over here, Dean. We're gonna do it. <laughs> This has been a blast, and uh, Salem. I mean, thank you for taking the time away. Um, Tim, his phone died, so unfortunately, we couldn't get the goodbyes properly. But we kind of pre- preemptively did that <laughs> just in case. Um, so thank you, Salem, for you know coming over here and, and chatting with us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Been a blast. And when your new music comes out, I want to get you back on. I want to. I want to dissect the, all the music with you. Yes. I really want to do that. Loved that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll definitely send you um, my new releases as they come out, and I would be more than happy to be back. Hell yeah, that'd be great. I want to really dive into more music um, on this show. It doesn't have to be horror-related. There's a lot of things I want to you know, go and branch into um, on this podcast, and music is definitely one of them because we haven't had any musicians on. So to have both of you and We Tim could on. be speaking to the next Danny Elfman. Hopefully I can make that come true for you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely. This is absolutely been an absolute blast. Catch uh, up with you guys. And um, I would love to, to hear you do more with your music stuff too. Cause it sounds like you guys have both got the music bones in you. Oh, Dean's working on some stuff right now for um, Dean actually does hot sauce or a themed hot sauce. So if oh, you wow. need a hot sauce for your music. <laughs> you know what? He's, I he's, know where to go now. <laughs> he's, you've done um, hot sauce for a couple bands, right? You, Me? Yeah. You. Uh, I've, done one, I've done one for the band The Eagles of Death Metal. I've done one. I'm doing one now for Rob Zombie's brother. Uh, oh, my God. Power Man 5000. Um, uh, why the bands? I don't know. I'm doing, I think that I'm was doing the only a, one as of right now, right? That's the one right now. I've got a ton of a ton of collaborations. I'm doing I'm doing one for Terrifier, the movie Terrifier. Um, I've got, I'm just about to do one for the George Romero. Um, they call him the Goth, the G- oh, George Romero God. Foundation. Yeah, that's there. Yeah, there, yeah, they want me to do one. So it's either going to be one for the three films: Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead. Okay, like a box set of all three, or it's just going to be one George Romero specific. I don't know what, but yeah, yeah. I don't okay, know. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. I'm excited for that one, but um, yeah, 
Salem, if you need hot sauce, there's your man. <laughs> for sure. That is so creative. I will definitely be coming for a hot sauce. Hell yeah. oh, I'll, are, you on, <laughs> are you on Instagram? I'll add you on Instagram. I'll find you on there. I am. Yeah, Salem Belladonna. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I can well, follow you already. I'll check it out. Here. All right. So uh, this has been a blast. Um, I guess we'll let you off the hook right now and uh, let you go do some more creative uh, work over there. And hopefully, you know, other people get to talk to you and whatnot, and you get to go see the film in theaters. I'm really excited for you to go and see that, and uh, let me know how your experience was. I'm, I'm very intrigued. Dean, as always, thank you for being here, dude. And we'll catch everybody me, on the next one. All right.